Hello, Blooners, Balloonheads, Ballesters. We haven't decided what we want to call our fans yet. This is your uh, host, Zach, with a friendly content warning. We gave the internet a place to ask whatever weird nerd questions they wanted to ask, and it turns out the internet is a terrifying place. While this season has been pretty good so far, be aware that uh, we are sometimes, as our editor puts it, adjacent to adult subjects. Also, we swear like sailors. Hi everybody, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. We're your aeronauts and we're back with more word balloons. We've been flying high on our own hot air, but have stopped our journey to Azrath to answer your nerdy questions. So with that in mind, Zach, what's our question this week? Did Alexander the Great send the ghost of a Confederate general to haunt a tank? Uh, so this is a you question. Uh, I realize that we're here to answer questions and that I could have just done research, but this is one of the ones where it would have been... 100% research for me because I don't even get the reference. Yeah, editor and stowaway Steven here. Shit, stowaway. <laughs> what the fuck? So this... God, I'm not even sure where to begin with this. So this comes from a series called, appropriately, The Haunted Tank, which appears apparently in a Batman Brave and the Bold episode. Oh, shit, okay. The Haunted Tank was one of DC's... It was part of a, a series called G.I. Combat... And it, which was DC's big war book when war comics sold like hotcakes. And The Haunted Tank was their second most successful war story. The story is, in the afterlife, Alexander the Great takes Confederate General Jeb Stewart, who is a real person. Like, there was a real Jeb Stewart in, world, right. in uh, the Civil War. Like, historically as a human. Yes. And goes, you need to help your grandson. He's running this tank. You're going to go, like, I guess, help. And the Confederate general hangs out, insults his grandson and the tank fam, uh, like the tank crew a lot, being like, you guys kind of suck, and helps lead them through the war. And no one but, there are two Jebs here. There's Jeb Stewart, ghost, let's be honest, racist, <laughs> and his grandson, Jeb. No one can see ghost Jeb except Jeb. So everyone in the tank crew thinks their boss is a complete, nut job that thinks he's talking to ghosts, but he's a tactical genius, so they just don't say anything about it. Oh. The truly unfortunate thing about this is they, to honor the crazy ghost, or the crazy ghost their commander thinks he sees, put a confederate flag uh. hanging off the back of their tank. Uh. And Haunted Tank was, I should say, I was like 10 when I first read a Haunted Tank story. So I didn't necessarily, in the year 2000 or 1998, understand the socio-political implications of the Confederate flag as I do today at 32. Oh yeah, I still thought um, the General Lee was cool at that point. Oh, exactly, hundred percent, same exact thing I was thinking. So it was like the haunted tank is amazing. What the shit is this? And now I'm like, oh god, that's just uncomfortable. In retrospect, why did they make a remake of Dukes of Hazard twice? They made two filmy remakes. In the last 10 years, I think. Mm -hmm. The Confederate flag thing has really only picked up in the last, like, five years, where culturally we finally are starting to admit that it's a problem. We've that's... known, we've not admitted. But that's... Sad. Yeah, I don't think I have the energy for that in word balloons. No <laughs> offense, my dudes. Understood. 
they actually have tried to tackle this a couple of times because in around, I don't know, within the last 15 years, they did a new Haunted Tank series about the grandson of the grandson who is serving in the Iraq War. Ooh. Ooh. And is black. Okay. And the Confederate general is assigned to help this one out, too. You know, black great-great-grandson of this Confederate general is like, hey, you're really racist, dude. Like, knock that shit off. And the ghost's like, I hold no apologies for who I was, so fuck you. But And to piss off this great-great-grandson Stuart's uh, commander, they put on a tattered Confederate flag on this new tank in Iraq. And I don't know if they're pissing him off because it's tattered or pissing him off because it's a Confederate flag. Okay. I feel like the simplest way to solve the entire problem of the haunted tank, because I love the idea, is just not have it be Jeb Stewart. Just have it be a Union general. He's still going to be problematic and racist, but at least it's not a fucking Confederate flag. I say take Roland the Headless Thompson Gunner from the Warren's Vaughn song and have him be the one driving the haunted tank. Look, as long as there's a ghost haunting a tank is what I care about. There are two wild things about this series to me, though, beyond just haunt, there's a haunted tank. One, it ran for almost 30 years. What the fuck? It launched in 1962, and it was canceled in, like, 1987, I think. Jesus. It went forever. Now, it didn't appear in was every it issue. Was It was the second most popular thing. It appears in Crisis on Infinite Earths, the comic book. Not much, but right. in one of the earlier appearances, it was. It has some kind of weird staying power. They even mention it in Stargirl, in a very like Easter eggy yeah. thing. But still, the other thing is, I have never been able to figure out why the fuck it's Alexander the Great that's do like assigning this. Oh, he's just in charge. I've just found a few sentences that being like, "Oh, Alexander the Great told him to do this," and Robert Kraniger, the creator, was just like. Why would I not? Because Alexander the Great's the most overrated conqueror of all time. There I said it. Come at me, history fanboys. Oh, he's one of the greatest <laughs> generals ever, but he's the greatest general with the greatest army daddy's money could make. Yeah. Um, yeah. I actually love Alexander the Great, but also he didn't do shit. Exactly. Different podcast. <laughs> but yeah, why like Alexander the Great, who is a pagan, clearly... 500 years at least before Jesus, I mean, no matter what, is just hanging out in heaven with a Confederate general. So what is he doing in heaven? And just, I just, I'm also just wildly perplexed why DC would try to go back and readdress it. Like, why not just, like, let it die, in my opinion? Because Haunted Tank was 30 years of solid money for them. Okay. I forgot about money existing. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, capitalism. Well, and as I said... I kind of love the idea of a ghost haunted tank. As a pacifist, I kind of hate it, but also I love the concept of ghosts in in places they shouldn't be. So that I get it, but also look if if you're making a haunted tank do the sort of things that they make like the cars do in the Fast and Furious movies, then I'm all in. You're not wrong. Well, if we're talking about uh, like a modern adaptation of Haunted Tank, I would I would watch this for certain. Full stop. That's that's the end. Of the <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially if we're having uh, if we're having it a Fast and Furious style uh, uh, tank type situation. But I just I for sure need to have a completely different ghost in there. Please. The only way I could think to do it would be to have Confederate like if you insisted on doing a Confederate general, have a Confederate general who 
has been stuck in purgatory or hell or whatever and is desperate to make up for the crimes of his life seeking redemption after death. I don't even like that one very much, but it's the only way I think you could do it. That's so far the most palatable of all of these. It still tastes like dog shit to me, but I I would eat this. But it's, it's if, you can, if you can write his here. redemption arc well enough, then it can work. Just yes. do a Union general, though. Or a Confederate deserter. If you need him to be Confederate. Confederate like, work. Anything uh, John else. Hex was a Confederate deserter. Mm. Uh, take him farther back. Have a Revolutionary War. Those dudes were problematic as hell, but at least we can, like... Or make him an alien. Ooh, alien would be good, too. Ghost of an alien war person. <laughs> in a flying tank. Haunted Tank 2099. I'm mixing my two companies there, but I would read it. I would read it. Anyway, I think that, an- did that answer the question? Did you as answer well the question? As well as we're going to. Okay. The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, apparently Alexander the Great did tell a conf- ghost of a confederate to haunt a tank. And it made DC a lot of money. All right. Uh, in order to keep our journey going, we're going to have to drop some ballast. Luckily, Zach is stuffed to the brim with assorted genre facts. I'll prod him a bit and see what shakes loose. Remember, any misses or mistakes will have to be made up for at the end of our trip. Today, with, we'll keep with this expedition's theme of DC teen characters. So, Zach, what knowledge can you drop on Secret? Like Young Justice Secret. Her real name is Greta. I want to say, like, oh, I don't know her last name. She was created by Peter David and Todd Nauck, and I don't know if you picked one of, like, the most influential comic books in my childhood on purpose or not, but, uh... Not Peter David. Got Todd Nauck, right? Oh, she would have been earlier. She would have first appeared in Justice League, A World Without Grown-Ups, which was, like, the precursor to Young Justice, which would be... Oh, fuck, I know this. Um... Nope, I don't know it. Todd DeZago? Ding, ding. You got it right. That's it. Fucking. Sometimes you got to admit you don't know it so that you know it. Fucking right. Okay. I kept wanting to say Howard Mackey, but that's not right. Todd DeZago being a relatively steady comic book creator in the 90s. Greta was sacrificed by her older brother, the supervillain Harm, uh, to gain him powers. It was kind of sat- making fun of satanic panic stuff in the late 90s he murders her i think he like throws a toaster in the bath with her or something like that like eh. uh she gains a sliver of the power though and comes back as a ghost named secret who is kidnapped by a secret agent organization called apes i think it was apes it might have been the deo apes ends up chasing her down she is found and rescued by the Tim Drake Robin, Superboy, and Impulse. She later goes on to f- uh, join Young Justice along with Wonder Girl and Arrowette. She gets a crush on Robin and gets scary powers and actually befriends Darkseid, not realizing he's a supervillain and thinking his name is Mr. Doug Side. Uh, because Young Justice was a comedy superhero book. It's actually really funny, and I don't like puns, and it's weird that I love the series as much as I do, you know, because it's just pun after pun after pun after pun. The two secret agents that are trying to chase her down are Fight and Mad. 
So they're fighting mad. <laughs> uh, the uh, I love puns, and that hurt. The <laughs> super base they're in, you have to go up through one of the noses of the presidents in uh, Mount Rushmore to like get into their secret base. And the first villain they fight in Young Justice is the mighty N. Dowd, because she was archaeologist Nina Dowd, who touched a um, I don't know alien artifact that gave her superpowers. And it's implied that she has gigantic boobs, <laughs> but you never see them because they like glow. Her her torso glows, and she uses this to possess the minds of men. <laughs> but she uh, has to be like carried around and never is effective because she's so over endowed, making fun of the '90s tendency to like make oh, huge-chested yeah. women. That she can't stand and on her own anymore. Huge chested Captain Americas, even. Huge chested Captain Americas. She also has like <laughs> cat ears for reasons that no one knows why. It was just Peter David like poking every bad tendency of. She's the Ark of the Covenant. Don't look. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, Superboy always wants to fight her and never gets to, and he's always just like, "Oh come on!" Because <laughs> especially in that series, Superboy was the kind of like horny sixteen-year-old, not like tastelessly so, but you know. Ooh. He's 16. That's very weird. I haven't read this series. I'm only familiar with the animated series. and It's very different from the animated series, but it's a truly excellent book. Uh, the animated series definitely plays Connor slash Superboy as like, I'm brand new. I was just born recently. I don't overly like angry Superboy from Young Justice. But I like better, the, but in season three they really get away from that and it's like so much better. But like the implications of like really playing with like I am I'm young, I am new, and I am fresh and and like that's very weird. Khan definitely because he's uh Khan L in is his like name is Kryptonian name. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Is uh also has that very same thing of like, oh man, like I really want to be Superman, but I only sort of know what I'm doing. Secret eventually is to helped to have her origins told by the Spectre, who at the time was Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern. Oh, okay. Um, Wait, he was both at once? No, he goes crazy, destroys most of the universe, dies battling a Sun Eater, and is brought back as the Spirit of Vengeance, but recreates it to be the Spirit of Redemption, and spends time as the Spectre for a while, before coming back to life and becoming Green Lantern. Oh, okay, that tracks. Yeah. Hal Jordan's story is weird and not this episode. Oh, so Hal Jordan goes crazy a lot. So. A lot. But he helps Greta figure out who she is. She later, Darkseid tries to use her to, I don't know, steal her ghost powers, whatever. And when she turns on him, he brings her back to life as punishment. Basically like, you can't have your powers anymore. And she's like, this is actually everything I wanted. So... Perfect. Thanks, Doug. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> later, Doug. <laughs> also, you met my good friend, Side. Du Doug Side. She has a big crush on Tim Drake, and because she has kind of uncontrolled anger ghost powers, has been known to almost become like angry, murderous poltergeist of people that Tim is dating. Ooh. So you may have actually laid this all out better than the Wikipedia article. I have read a lot of, I mean, the, my copy of the first, like, eight issues of Young Justice, I think I wore out, like, my first one. I have been reading that series since I was a kid. Out of curiosity, do you know if it tracks with the comic? Because I remember in the, the animated series, um, 
uh, oh, I, harm ends up killing Secret because it, it's uh, an, an act uh, to make his heart pure um, so that he can... Uh, pure evil is the is the shtick basically uh, so that he can then wield the the blade of beowulf um i don't think the blade of beowulf was a specific thing but he does make a deal with a demon to get power by killing his sister that episode was actually written by peter david who wrote young justice for its entire run oh interesting so and he immediately brings in harm and secret i really hate that version of harm and she only ever says the words secret in that cartoon so they don't really ever do that much with yeah Mm -hmm. it was an interesting episode but i was more interested in how it bonded zatanna and and arrow but yeah it was fun for that uh harm does at one point try and blow up the pope that's rad. He wow. ends up getting okay. murdered by his father because his father is like, my son is evil and killing people and abusing me and my wife. I got to do something. So he sends his wife away and is like, I'm going to talk to him. We'll get it figured out. And instead shoots and kills harm. Harm later comes back as a ghost as well. Her father gets a terrible fucking storyline because his wife leaves him for murdering their son which I don't necessarily blame him for the murder, but I also don't blame her for wanting nothing to do with that. Yeah, can't can't fault either of them on that end. He yeah. gets sent to prison. Uh, for se- murder. Yeah, for murder, because he did. He, he murdered, murdered his, his son. son. Secret tries to go visit him, being like, Daddy, I'm still alive. And he chases her off yelling, Demon, Demon? Because he's going insane. His son killed people in the name of demons, and now the ghost of his daughter is appearing while he's on, like, death row. I don't remember how that story ends. He might die. Yikes. Secret later just joins All Girls Academy with Arrowette. So I'm assuming he does. Or at least doesn't get out of prison then. I guess so. Bummer. Um, All right. You definitely covered it. Such a happy point to end on. End our season on, basically. Well, that's it for today, folks. We're taking (laughs) off. Before we go, we'd like to remind you to hit subscribe and check out all of our sister shows over at earverm.com. That is E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. Other ways to get in touch with us and follow us will be in the show notes. As always, we want to give a special thanks to our editor, Stephen Gady, and to Ian Ford for our theme song, Tracks. Until next time, I'm Tyler. I'm Zach. Up, up, and away. (laughs) 